This is Two Nerds in a Joke with Robert and Ernie. Thanks, Disability Hot Girl Voice. This is Two Nerds in a Joke with Robert and Ernie. I am Ernie. And I am Robert. And uh, we we are here to entertain you with the sheer delight of our presence. I mean, just... Oh, yeah. Talk all things about all the things. things <laughs> and everythings. Yeah, all the things. It's all a the weird time. That are not, like, boring, I want to say. Because yeah, I'm tired they're... of being an adult. <laughs> You're tired of adulting for the day? Yeah. <laughs> ah, good times, good times. And I'll tell you, there's a lot to talk about, a lot going on. Uh, we have a weird mix today of things. We have... The kind of the good news, bad news thing. It's kind of the thing these days, right? It's the good news, mm-hmm. bad news. Yeah. Um, the good news, a lot of interesting things happening in the DC world. Bad news, people are complaining about the things in the DC world. Um, good news, um, some positive things coming out for Marvel. Bad news, we lose a big, big part of the Marvel universe this past week. So yeah. again, good news, bad news all over the place. It's just it's just weird times, just very strange times in the entertainment mm-hmm. business. And of course, you know, it, it's one of those things like 2021 is supposedly and signing up to be a huge year for movies in general. We think, like it could be. We think. We just don't know for sure if it's actually going to happen or not. Yes. So yes. a lot, a lot, every, a lot of things. Everything because of the global shutdown. Everything's mm-hmm. pushed to 2021. So we'll, you know, we'll look back on this in about 10 years and call this like the lost year mm-hmm. because so many things could have happened this year had this not occurred. Um, unfortunately, you know, with the passing of Chadwick Boseman, yes, um, that that was a big hit and kind of stunning. When you think about his what he uh, passed away from, which was a prolonged battle with cancer. Right. And one of the things that they talked about a lot from like, you know, I mean, everybody does special on it, especially, you know, Disney related companies, ABC and all those did a lot of remembrances. But a large part of what they talked about wasn't necessarily that he was dead, which was a huge impact, etc. But the other part of it was that how he died and how young he was that he got the disease, which, of course, was colorectal cancer, and how they really are trying to push, because they're talking now people in their 20s and 30s are getting that disease. Yeah. Um, and that's just insane that that kind of disease, which is usually considered a, you know, middle or towards the later part of your life, something you need to go check now. They're talking people to get need to get checked uh, in their 20s and 30s. It's just crazy talk, you know, that that's a thing. Um, so definitely just kind of crazy that that happened and that we lost such a, an amazing uh, user, uh, a, just creator of amazing content, moviegoer, and just a huge person on and off screen so early. Yeah, for, uh, uh, for, for you know, he did do, I mean, his biggest role, of course, was, was Black Panther, but he did, he was in other roles as well before that and after sure. that. Um, but yeah, like the whole body of work, you know, he had. You know, he had some really good roles in some movies that people forgot about. I believe he was in a in a biopic uh, many years ago <clears throat> about Ernie Nevers, the Cleveland Brown running back who died of leukemia early age. You know, mm. um, he was also in I want to say in a couple war movies, 
Mm-hmm. I think uh, one of them was a Tuskegee Airmen thing, I believe. And I think he was in another one with a pretty star-studded cast where he played a Vietnam uh, soldier, a soldier of Vietnam. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's kind of the interesting thing, because in the specials, they really focused on two movies. Um, they mentioned a few others, but they really talked about his Jackie Robinson performance. Yeah, he, and they which, also he, talked, which he did nail, yeah. Yeah, and a Thurgood Marshall, I believe, is the other one they talked about. So they really talked about those two movies of his, and didn't really talk about some of his lower level works. Um, but yeah, they talked about those heavily in a lot of the pre in a lot of the specials, and it was it was interesting to kind of talk about um, what his body of work really consisted of and how he's really tried to do the, his stuff with integrity. You know? Yes. Um, yeah. So it's very interesting. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, the the big thing, of course, that that I don't want to say impacts us directly because it really doesn't. I mean. But when you think about the the last iteration of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, Black Panther had its own standalone movie. Mm-hmm. Plus, he played a role in both uh, Infinity Wars and Endgame. Right. And he was, it's part of the universe. It's a significant part of the universe. Now, the interesting thing about the Black Panther character, if you go into the that realm for a second, say, okay, the actor has died. It's very sad news. But how do you move forward you have to move forward in some way how do you do it respectfully right i mean right. they had to take care of this and, and figure out the methodology for it for um leia too you know they had to figure that out how they were going to do that as well and, it, and D- disney did that right i feel is that they let her have some grace and dignity in her death on the movies and they did it without any actual new content um you know they didn't have time to record anything else you have an even weirder situation here with the Black Panther is you don't have footage just sitting around lying around somewhere. You just don't. So what do you do? You know, how do you explain this um, in the universe so that you have just a new guy doing it? You can't pull a um, um, uh, what's it? Uh, not uh, Iron Man's cohort. What's it? Uh, War Machine. You can't pull a War Machine here, right? We just switch out the actor one scene i am war machine and that's it and that's what your explanation is right you can't do that right Not for right this. because it was don Cheadle coming in for the other guy right uh, terrence howard right. and everyone was like what i with terrence howard and you read about oh he wasn't that nice of a guy you know he clashed a lot he wanted more money so it was kind of like oh here's don Cheadle. we could just insert another actor and right. now he's rhodes and it was fine. And nobody had yeah. a huge issue with it. It was just, it no. was what it was. Right. This is a little bit different because yeah. he was the person. Now, because Black Panther is a mantle and not the person themselves, they do right. have options. Um, and I, I know Disney has trying is trying harder and harder to push a female superhero angle. Not a bad thing, but putting typically male superheroes into with a female actor. So obviously if they do that, they have a very amazing actress right there in front of them that they could use, which of course would have been um, Black Panther's sister in the movie. I think she'd be an okay replacement if that's the direction they chose to go. Yeah, it would just you would just have to revisit the from the first movie, which it was Ryan Coogler's film, mm-hmm. and he made it like almost like the Black Panther, like you said, is more like a mantle. It's passed down, right? Father to son, father to son. You could you could write a new story for Black Panther and basically say, you know, the king is 
gone now, who's going to be Black Panther? And it could be her. I mean, right. you, it, it would still be exciting to watch. And mm-hmm. I'm not, and I'm not big on the whole. It has to be a guy. It has to be X, Y, Z. Right. Bring it. Bring us Wesley Snipes. It doesn't have to be any of that. We can. We can look past all those. All those preconceived notions. Right, and I liked her as as a superhero character. She's a little bit sassy. She's a little bit fun. She's a little bit irreverent, and I kind of like that about her. And putting someone, okay, you, I, I get it. You, you like to be irreverent. You like to be the fun, you know, troublemaker. Here's a mantle of responsibility. The world now knows who we are and where we are. How are you going to deal with the kid? Exactly. Um, that's a great story. I mean, that's universal. It's like, <laughs> yeah, you're the funny guy. Now you're in charge. Now what? You know, yeah, the only thing you perfect. don't want to have ha- the only thing you don't want to have happen is kind of like uh how do I put this? Like you kind of don't want it to come off for for me as a comic book like reader, and I'm not really like tied to the universe that, that well. As sure. long as it's a good enough story and you don't like you know, make it too ridiculous mm-hmm. and you right. make it a spoof in a way. Like I think yeah. I think you would have to like insert it into like a genre like a kind of like you know you had your political thriller with with Captain America mm-hmm. you had your your bank heist with Ant Man for for this Black Panther it has to be something right mm-hmm. Either, well, what would you what would you consider Black Panther the first Black Panther the, the the first Black Panther movie standalone movie is it just an origin story is that what we're going with with that or what genre does that really fall into do you feel. It, it seemed more Macbeth than anything, or Hamlet, right? It seemed more Shakespearean, mm. okay. right? You yeah. Had the, mm-hmm. You had the uh, older, you had a, a royal family, older brother, you know, decides to excommunicate himself, right? Right. And then, like, the younger brother right. takes the mantle, and then it's like, well, we both have sons. Who's the rightful heir, right? I think I think it's Hamlet. It's Hamlet, isn't it? Is no. it Hamlet? Hamlet or Macbeth, one of those two. You're on the money. I just don't remember which one's which. Yeah, it's which, very, well, it's it's very Shakespearean. Yeah. Yeah, very mm-hmm. yeah, okay. Uh, I, mean, I don't know if you want to stay in that realm. Do people right. really want a big, heavy? Because there's so many of that already going on now. True, but I think if that's uh, its another thing. Another family drama. You know what I mean? Mm. Like. Yeah, because you don't really have that with, with I mean, God, you're, you're upheaving the universe in so many different directions because you have a lot of things going on, but you don't really have a heavy, I mean, Doctor Strange is kind of almost the super psychedelic thriller weird thing. Which they did say part two was going to lean more on the whole like uh, black magic arts thing and be more mm-hmm. along the lines of a of a horror genre. Exactly. Yeah. You, you have your space opera with the Inhumans, or not Inhumans, um, what the heck was it? Uh, the the Guardians of the Galaxy, but also the other one that they're going to introduce the new the new hero group. That I can't think of at the moment, but they're they're going to focus on the space opera stuff there, or the comedy, if you will, there. So they don't really have a family scenario drama um, in there. So if they have this as that one show, or that this is their one movie that does that, then they can have the others be other things. But it really depends on again. It goes back to what are they actually coming out with? Right now, right. we know for sure that's coming out is. The trailer for WandaVision. I don't know if you saw that. I saw that. It almost seems like a, a spy thriller in some weird way. Don't know. Um, but definitely going to be kind of trippy and just strange. Um, you definitely – and then you have, of course – and we don't know when exactly, but we know Black Widow – the Black Widow movie is coming out, which is 
also definitely seems like a big spy thriller type, but also it's one of those scenarios where it's kind of going to have this overhanging kind of sadness to it. Because, because you know the ultimate end of this character is it, 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 she gives it, her life. Yeah, exactly. So it's kind of like, a, okay. Um, and that's really the big the big one's coming. Loki has been kind of downplayed. I know we knew it was coming, and then it kind of disappeared from the map. And we know With that... With the soldier and, yep, and the falcon. The winter falcon soldier and the falcon, which is going to be kind of a buddy-buddy cop thing, I feel. Which isn't yes, bad, it, but it kind yeah. of feels that. And that's kind of it. I mean, you know, other things are rumors or were and were nots and who knows and whatnots. And that's I mean, I, I, I hope that they decide to just give Black Panther a send off, you know, kind of like this is dedicated in loving memory to Chadwick Boseman. Right. Right. Um, kind of like what they do with Stanley. Yeah. Kind of mm-hmm. just like, you know, at the beginning, you know, you, you even make it quick. Right. Maybe maybe you do some clever CGI where he's in the soup. And he he ends up meeting his end in the suit, right? It has to be and, a pretty and, impressive end. I mean, because you could do that, yeah, because you could do that with any body double and just do in suit, right. something happens. Right. Something bad happens, and you know what? Now, the, now uh, you know, Wakanda is in need of a new Black Panther. Like you said, it's a mantle. It just moves on. Mm-hmm. So I, like, that, I like it going to his sister. I thought she'd be a good a good choice, but who knows? I mean, who knows what they end up doing? But that is that is our vote. So if if you're a betting man, we'll bet on that and see what happens. Yeah, as long as it doesn't <laughs> end up disjointed, you know what I mean? Because like mm-hmm. that's how I felt about Captain Marvel. Like it felt mm-hmm. disjointed at Jointed. times. Yeah, because yeah. it didn't really fit well into the universe. It was there, yeah. but it didn't fit well. So that's the Marvel talk, side of the talk. So for our Marvel fans, there you go. Hope you're happy. Yeah, we're not always <laughs> down on Marvel. It's just, you know, depends what is on what's it, going. Uh, day of the week. You know, <laughs> what? I'm, uh, what was? What I used to say? It depends oh, on what. It's not that. It's not that I'm. What is it? It's I'm just better than you, or something like that. Something well, along those lines. You have to go oh, back man, and look at the clips. You look at the clips yeah. and see. Yeah. <laughs> so on the other side of the universe, if you will, um, we have our DC stuff. DC hit hard during COVID. They ah, kept the machine very. moving. They tried. They definitely tried. And they have a similar situation to Marvel in that a lot of their stuff is getting delayed, canceled, pushed, changed, whatever. But they yeah. are trying to move forward with at least a few things. And what we know for sure The is Virtual Comic-Con. Virtual Comic-Con they did amazingly well with. And they had a huge success. And we talked about that in another episode. But out of that episode, we came out with a few things we wanted to follow up on, and that's kind of what we're going to do with DC today. Is yes. First off, we want to mention, I think it's really three. It's really three big trailers, sort of trailers. Um, we're not going to talk about Wonder Woman anymore because we've talked that one out. But yes. uh, it's the Batman trailer. Awesome trailer. Um, the Black Adam teaser trailer. Yes. Which is definitely an interesting take on a trailer. Oh, and then gosh, yes. the Suicide Squad trailer. Yes. Now, is it the or the? T-H-E. So how do you want to say it? The, the. <laughs> it's the same three letters. Choose your choose your vernacular. Um, which I found kind of odd because it definitely falls into the category of it is a Suicide Squad movie. It does have at least two of the same characters from the previous Suicide Squad. So why would it need to not be just like the Suicide Squad go south or something silly like that? I mean, it's supposed to be slightly, you know, 
edgy and fun and silly in some respects, but still very good. You know, it's supposed to be that edgy, the edgy DC, the fun edgy, right? So I don't just take a different angle and just think, well, there's a reboot or whatever the heck they're calling it, which it doesn't mean. It's not even a a reboot because if you, if people will remember the original uh, Suicide Squad by David Ayer had a completely different tone when they teased it to us. It wasn't until like uh, the backlash from BVS that they went back and did a lot of reshoots and they let another company re-edit his film. Mm-hmm. And David Ayer basically took a step back and was like, hey, look, I'm just the director. They own the movie. They can do with it what they want. But this is not my vision of this universe, right? Right. They wanted it all to tie into you know, what was going on with uh, with uh, Ben Affleck's Batman. Mm-hmm. And they wanted it to work with, you know, Henry Cavill's Superman. Right. He actually, it was actually very dark at the very be- The very first trailer was insane. It was like so dark and it was like so serious. And it had that song um, that's kind of a creep that it had that creepy melody to it. And it was yeah. very much about like, uh, Harley and Joker, right? Because it mm-hmm. ends with Jared Leto saying, I'm not going to kill you. I'm just going to hurt you really, really bad. And it's like a close-up on his face, and you can see like the tattoo, the damage, mm-hmm. the broken teeth, and, and all that other stuff. And everyone's like, if this is what the Suicide Squad's going to be, it's going to bank, right? Mm-hmm. But it wasn't. And it still made good money, because like, everyone was into Jared Leto's Joker in the little bits that you saw him in. Right, and what we got was just kind of underwhelming at best. Yeah, I mean, the rest of the story is pretty much throwaway, right? But yeah. The, but the Harley Joker scenes, I think somebody came out with a thank you, Internet. Someone came out with just the Joker Harley parts and made its own, like, standalone movie, and that was actually really good. Well, and they also did the extended cut that came out later, which had more of the Joker and Harley scenes. So. Yeah. You know, and since but, then, Twitter, you know, David Ayer's been on Twitter. And now that we have the the Snyder cut coming out of Justice League, now people are asking for the Ayer cut of Suicide Squad. So right. I believe James Gunn took over the property with not so much as a reboot, but a continuation. Mm-hmm. But I right. think it's more of a reboot. Yeah, <laughs> kind of. Yeah, sort of kind of, if you will. So then the Black Adam trailer, you don't get a lot from it. But you do get just the backstory of what Black Adam is. I like is. the art, right? Yeah, you like the art very of that cool. trailer? Oh, yeah. It's very cool. And I think it gives you a good styling of this is the – this is kind of the anti-hero movie you're going to get. Um, and it's kind of an interesting setup because as we believe we know, because we're those types of people that we believe we know things even if we really don't. Um, we believe that there's got to be in in uh, was it uh, Vin Diesel's contract that he can't lose. Uh, you're he talking about Dwayne Johnson. Oh, Dwayne Johnson. Sorry, wrong guy. See, we know what we don't know. Um, Dwayne Johnson's contract where he can't lose, right? He can't get beaten up by anybody. But Black Adam, technically speaking, is a bad guy, sort of, kind of. Uh, it, it depends on which version of Black Adam you're talking about. Right, because there's like as many versions as there are Sons in the Sky, which is right. Because you, know, you have you have pre New Fifty Two, right? Mm-hmm. Pre New Fifty Two, he was you know Captain Marvel, the original Captain Marvel, Shazam, mm-hmm. um, his original like opposite, his polar opposite, right? Right. 
And yeah. then New 52 comes out, and it's like they, somebody decided to give him some depth mm. and create this whole backstory. And, like, Black Adam became more popular than Captain Marvel did, Shazam. Mm. Right. And then they started with the whole Billy Batson angle mm-hmm. for Captain Marvel slash Shazam. And then you bring in Superman, and you realize, like, all these worlds, like, Superman teaches Captain Marvel – how to use his powers because the one thing Superman can't defeat is magic. And that's what these two characters are. They're more magic based than anything else. Right. Right. Now, if you go with the story that they show in the animation of the trailer and the the story there, is that new 52? I believe that's new 52. Yes. Okay. So he's not ancient. Ancient Egypt. Right. He was a he was a, a son, uh, you know, a, a king of some sorts, or a pharaoh, or some sort of warrior, uh, warlord, and uh, you know, essentially what happened. If you watch Shazam, the Council of Wizards proclaim him their champion, and he, the power gets to his head, mm-hmm. and he unleashes so, the seven sins unto the world. Right. So we'll have to see how it goes, but I definitely feel it's going to be a good good show. I think so, too. I mean, that story alone, and everyone loves ancient Egypt, right? Oh, yeah. You know, you lift from that that uh, that stable of, you know, all these gods and all these different powers, and the fact that, you know, Shazam is broken up of, like, you know, you have, uh, what is it? Uh, the S is Solomon, mm-hmm. uh, Hercules, Achilles, Zeus. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, well, the, going down, you know, the you're line. pulling from all these figures from all these myths, mythologies, right? Well, you also can also talk about the old gods and all that if you really want to go back and pull into oh, it, right? Gosh. If they did totally that, do that, I mean, oh, right? Oh my gosh, if they do the old gods and new gods storyline, let me I tell mean, you, that would be amazing. So there's there's options there, and there's a whole universe there if they decide to go that route or whatever it is, you know what I'm saying? If they decide to take it. Yeah. Now, in the midst of all of this, between the old and the new one, and all the old stuff that we already see and the new stuff coming out, there was a little movie that came out that had a really super long name and <laughs> got such mixed reviews, right? Very, highly anticipated. Highly anticipated, very mixed reviews after the fact. And it was really just ended up being just kind of a, I felt, a fun little romp. And that would be, of course, um, the Harley Quinn movie which is really what it was, uh, Emancipation of One Harley Quinn. Right, and the, the fantabulous yeah, Emancipation yeah. of One Harley Quinn. Exactly. A very long title, which was unnecessary but fun. Um, it was The Birds of Prey. And I really felt that one of the things that movie really did was it really was about an emancipation of a character. It really was. It was kind of <laughs> and what many it was characters. About. Yeah. All those characters. Like even oh. – uh, even uh, what's her name from Scott Pilgrim versus the World? Mm-hmm. You know, even yeah. she got it. Yeah, and it's kind of an interesting little story that doesn't need a whole bunch of fanfare, doesn't need a whole bunch of you know over the top stuff, but it definitely is a good take on a person's journey. And you know, the person isn't a hero. You know, they are not here a hero. They never claim to be a hero. And all they really want is a good breakfast sandwich. I mean, who can complain about that? You know, that's really all they want is a good breakfast sandwich. Don't mess with my food. Um, well, I mean, there's a, that was just like this, the kickoff her day, right? 
Right. But you, you look at you look at all the characters in that movie and like who else could really bring all of those different misfits together? The one oh, thing yeah. I wish the one thing I wish is I wish they would have gotten Catwoman in there somehow. I That's really a hard do. Pull. That's a hard pull, but well, I mean they could. I mean what what movie was it recently they did bring a Selena Kyle into? They just didn't bring her in as, as Catwoman, but they brought Selena Kyle. What movie was that recently? Which one of them? I know there was one that had her briefly in it. Selena Kyle? I don't I remember any so. of them the recently. I thought it was a, it was a mention of her, though, I think. I don't think she was actually there, but I think on like the BBS or one of those, they talked about her. Yeah. But I, I mean, lead, was, leading but... up to this movie, I was actually excited about seeing it. I mean, I thought, yeah. you know, um, Margot Robbie's uh, you know portrayal of Harley in, in, in the Suicide Squad, I'm like, Oh shoot! So this is the bridge, right? Then there'll be mm-hmm. another movie. Uh, right. They got Ewan McGregor to do Black Mask, which I thought was a good villain, good pull. Um, it was a dark villain. I mean, they went dark. Yeah, but I mean, they definitely they definitely I mean, went on a lot of like the Arkham Asylum angle, right? Like wow, a lot of yeah. lot of psychosis, a lot of behaviors, so to speak. Oh yeah, no, absolutely, and and I love it as I mean, again, I we've always kind of said on these on our shows that. Um, we really want DC to stick to the dark angle. You know, if you're going to be dark, be dark, you know? Um, and, and that's something they did with this villain. Was he a particularly powerful villain? No. Was he particularly magical powers? Didn't have any magical powers, but he was dark. He was crazy. And he was relentless. And he was relentless. And he did a lot of stuff, which just was just awful. And he was a psychopath. I mean, yeah. but that's good. That's that's what we want of a villain from DC. Marvel, yeah, you give us the super-powered, you know, world-hungry Galactus kite of characters, fine. Big, over-the-top, showy shit. Yeah, DC. because my problem with uh, some of the villains in Marvel is they made them too likable. Sure. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah, yeah. I don't mind getting a villain that I just don't like. Like, I didn't like Black Mask. I didn't find his his descent into, like, his current persona as being, like, Oh, poor guy, I feel bad for him. Whereas in Marvel, like even even like uh you know, Captain America Civil War, you kind of felt bad for the guy because they dropped a city on his family, right? Oh yeah. No, absolutely. I was like I'm like, no, you don't want to feel bad for these guys. <laughs> you don't want to feel bad for Thanos. Like I, no. I was uh, I was beyond I was beyond repair on all of that. I wish yeah. they just Let's just, just give you let a villain to be guys. a villain. Yeah, and that's yeah. kind of the difference is that DC tends to give you bad guys that are just crazy psychopath bad guys. I mean, you didn't feel any sympathy for Bane. You didn't feel any sympathy for, I mean, any anybody of villains. I mean, even Reza Ghoul, you were like, well, you're just a dick. Yeah. yeah, okay, you trained him, but you're still a dick. And yeah. your daughter is even worse. Yeah, you know, daughter, I mean, even worse. Yeah. And then and the Joker was completely unredeemable i mean yes he kind of got his point but it's like yeah but you shouldn't still be going around killing people and burning hospitals what the hell yeah blowing up hospitals yeah i mean seriously but that's not that's not cool no there's nothing likable about you and that's fine give us the villains that are the villain i'm okay with that now again i think what they had to do that in um the harley quinn movie is because you're watching a movie about villains nobody in that movie is a good guy there's no good guys there you know, nope. I think the only good guy we have is the kid, and she's a thief. And so, even the cop that they have on their role, she isn't really that goody two shoes either, right? No, no, not really at all. And 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 you know, so it's and and again, that's fine. And again, it's like one of those movies, and I don't know what much of the flack was about it, 
but I know that there was a lot of flack about the movie. But I really a lot felt of people wanted more Joker in it, you know, which doesn't uh, make any sense because the whole point is she's getting over Joker. Yeah, and and a lot of people thought, well, this is just hacked from that Harley Quinn cartoon series. And I'm like, no, you can't really say that either, even though I can kind of see the parallels there. Well, there's parallels. Sure, yeah. Yeah, if you watch the uh, Harley Quinn TV show or a show on that's on HBO Max but now. It, isn't that with her with Poison Ivy now? Yeah, she's hanging out with Anna crew. She has like right. Shark, she has Dr. Psycho, and she has Clayface. Mm, which is an interesting one. Yeah. So it's like, uh, but that's more of a of a tongue-in-cheek type thing. You know what sure. I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and And even still, like once you get into, and they did the New 52, right? And when they stuck Harley with Poison Ivy, they ended up, they bas- basically, Harley Quinn just went through all the heroes. Mm-hmm. Like she had her own series where she was like dating villains and heroes. She had a thing for Bruce Wayne, which kind of came out in this movie where she named the hyena Bruce. But mm-hmm. historically in the comics, it was, she had two hyenas, Bud and Lou, after Adam mm-hmm. Costello. Mm-hmm. Well, know, and, so. they, and, and, that, and the scene with the hyenas in the movie is like, that's just 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 perfect. That is Harley Quinn to a T. Yeah. That is that is Harley Quinn. I mean, that's just great. You know, and it's it's it was just very classic Harley. Yeah. And it was good. And it was enjoyable and it was fun. It wasn't like, oh, this is gonna change the DC universe forever. No, that wasn't really the point. No, I think so. this would be a good go between from like where she was at Suicide Squad to going to the Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. I think the suicide, the Suicide Squad, will be um, more appealing to a bigger audience because I think they just they just pulled out all the toys on this one. They went into the oh wait, all these toys are spoken for, but these toys back here, I want to play with these toys. Mm-hmm. Like like the cast of characters that they pulled out from the universe into that one, and the villain is still kept like hush hush. Up to this point. Oh, yeah, very much so. I, and I don't – King Shard is definitely in there, and gay King Shard. The, the boomerang dude is is coming back, so that's a pull from the original. It's an anchor character, just like Harley is. Yeah. But beyond that, who the are these guys? Who the yeah. F are these guys? I mean, I have yeah, no Yeah, you have John clue. Cena playing, like, you know, Captain America if he was a douchebag. You know, it's like uh, – it, it, you also have the polka, polka dot man. You have the the thinker. Who the, the frick? I mean, I'm excited that the thinker is being played by Peter Capaldi. So that's kind of exciting. I think that's really yeah. cool. He's a great actor. He's a lot of fun. And I know in the Doctor Who world, he was considered kind of the cranky old man Doctor Who. But I liked his cranky old man Doctor Who. It was kind of a a throwback to a different era. It was kind of nice, you know. Yeah. Uh, and his story arc. I don't know if you. I know you. You're not really a, a Whovian, if you will. But I don't know if you've seen the newer seasons. Um, uh, of his specifically, um, but it's definitely a fun romp through, you know, because he has this whole thing where he changes his face every time when he changes right. to a new doctor. And this, the first part of that C series with him in it was a whole bunch of, why did I choose this face? Am I a good man? And kind of a deep psychological thing. It was kind of fun to kind of go through that with him and kind of figure out who he was. Um, so, you know, it, there's, there's definitely interesting angles with that show that they take on each time. So it was kind of nice to see him do it. He's just a wonderful actor. So I'm kind of excited to see what he's going to do with the thinker. Cause I think it's just right up his alley. 
Yeah, and and some of the things that I because now I have adopted a new methodology as far as when these movies come out to keep my expectations in check. I'm trying <laughs> not not to overconsume what's on the interwebs. Sure. Right? Mm-hmm. So one of the two of the things I want to bring up, one about being Black Adam and the other one being um, uh, about the Suicide Squad, we'll go out, start with Black Adam first. Um, you have Black Adam and a lot of the storyline is still under wraps. Um, two people that are rumored to be attached to it is Henry Cavill as Superman. And Which the other one, And the other one is this other guy, this other actor who's going to play Hawkman. And this other actor... Um, because in the comic books, Hawkman usually like tangles with uh, with Black Adam, but I can't remember the actor's name. But he's actually a, a pretty well known actor. Um, but the name escapes me, and he's actually been in a couple movies recently, too. Uh, and he was also on a show. I don't know if he was on Power or one of those type of shows, but uh, I remember seeing his name attached to it, and they showed like concept art of what he would look like as Hawkman. I'm like, there you go. There's your Hawkman. Because in the comic books, it's usually Hawkman and Hawk, Hawk Girl, Right. And they're attached, kind of like in the Legends of Tomorrow. Mm, right, right. Yeah. So is Hawkman a different character, or is it is that character? He, 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 he is It is the same thing. Okay. Yeah. Now, where yeah. are you Ancient that Egypt. That... Right. Ancient Egypt, you know, so, he's the Defender and all that other stuff. So Hawkman's going to be in the Black Adam movie, too, though? Yeah, he's going to be the person that Black Adam basically is going to fight. That's kind of random. Yeah, it's Hawk, going to be Hawk his Man, nemesis. Hawkman, though, I thought was a good guy, though. He is. So and is, I think that so is Black is, Adam going to be... This is just me just throwing it out there because I didn't want to get okay. too much into it. Uh, so well, I'm thinking, getting into it with with what you're talking about, dude. You're 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 diving in deep here. What the hell? I'm thinking, I'm thinking <laughs> you know, Black Adam is created first. He unleashes like the seven sins upon the world, you know, because he opens Pandora's box, and mm-hmm. Hawkman is then like created by the Egyptian gods to stop Black Adam because Hawkman becomes immortal, which was part of his big thing. Yeah. Even in this, even in the 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 uh, le- uh, the Legends of Tomorrow, he was kind of immortal. Was kind of his point. Correct. Yeah, he can never die. Yeah. What do you think about that? Huh? Like I said, pure that's conjecture. Crazy. That's crazy. I mean, it would be yeah. very interesting. But does that make in, in that <laughs> scenario Black Adam the villain or the good guy? That's just it. We don't know. Like he could be the reluctant bad guy who's given like all this insane power and he gets corrupted and then like Hawkman. You know, sees the error of his ways, and I don't know how you're going to work in Henry Cavill's Superman into all this, but apparently he's attached to this as well. I mean, there's ways, but that's kind of crazy, yeah. Yeah, and of course Levi, you know, he's come, he's attached to it as well. So I'm not sure if it's going to be like a flashback, flash forward, or it's going to be like modern day, and then they go backwards to like tell that story of Black Adam and Hawkman. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So yeah. I don't know. Pure conjecture. The other the other thing is the villain of the Suicide Squad. It's been like rumored, right? Mm-hmm. But they 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 went they went into the wayback machine for this one. Starro the Conqueror. Who the? F- All right, now hold on. Let me look this up. Starro the Conqueror. Let's look at this nonsense. Starro. Now, Starro the Conqueror is a fictional 
I've, I'm done. Go Star on. Wars? Tell tell everyone what you saw. Tell everyone. It's a giant gray starfish. <laughs> what the? F- I love it. I love it. So the he, idea. He started in 1960s. Yes. I. What? Yes. He's a lot of justice. He's a lot of Justice League stories, like yeah, a lot of Justice League. Deal. That's big deal. I mean, Justice League is like the big deal in the DC universe. What? Oh yeah, oh yeah. The, the entire league goes against him. So the idea he, here's my okay. thoughts. He's an intelligent alien life form resembling a giant starfish with a central eye and prehensile extremities. Correct. The entity visited Earth and empowered three starfish. The creature wreck, wrecking havoc, exploding at Adam Bob, absorbing its energy, kidnapping Sinus, and drawing their brain power, playing blah, 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 under mental control. It was defeated by coating it with quicklime, which nullified that its ability. A segment of Starro survived and regenerated into a complete creature, which is true of Starfish, so you know. And it was stopped by Aquaman before being able to renew his plans of conquest. Um, Forced to perform. Being able to asexually spawn, which is true, starfish, um, star created millions of miniatures duplicate spores of itself. There you go. Keep going. It was what? It was defeated again by the extreme cold. Um, in alternate universe, parallel. Or I'm. I'm. This is the most ridiculous thing and then eventually is create it was convinced the justice league europe that it's dying which returned to space returned to its original ship which once repaired launched out of it or anafeard um program the vessel to explode freeing starro from its body and releasing thousands of smaller spores all over western europe justice league member ice freeze the original creature um there's a version that takes control of the Flash at one point, another time using spores to control people. I'm thinking that we're going to see a movie where, like, ordinary Freaking. people will have starfishes stuck to their faces oh, and the Suicide Squad's being sent. You can see it when you watch the teaser trailer. In the background, there's, like, a huge starfish oh. crawling on something. I, I mean... Like, Wait a minute, is that Starro? But, I mean, if it's going to be a suicide movie... A Suicide Squad movie—they are freaking ridiculous. So, wouldn't you just kill to see a scene of Shark Man face off against a giant starfish? I mean, well, that's just would, it. Hey, good you money to see this, that, right? You you call you call this, you call them the Suicide Squad because you figure a lot of those characters are probably not going to make it to the end of the movie. Well, sure, but you can't kill off Harley. You can't. Well, you could kill off. Um, Shark Man, but that wouldn't make sense. King Shark? King Shark, sorry. Not Shark Man, King Shark. The only reason I say that, and that's just a personal thing, is because he was in the TV show, unless you're... It, and there's a couple different angles. You could take the angle that you that we kind of have seen from that fantastic piece of art that they did at the end of the last uh, crossover event of yes. the TV shows, where they said, yes... It's all real. It all counts. It's just different yep. universes. Deal with it. Yes. It's yes. all real. All of it happened. 
all the movies are right. All the movies are correct. All the movies are are, are what they are. Yeah. You know, all connected. Always one big heavy family. Fine. If you go with that angle, then yeah, okay, then this version of King Shark could die and the other King Shark could do its thing in the TV show, blah, 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 blah. Fine. But I don't think people would want to see King Shark die because who wants to not see a giant shark fight people? I mean, come on. That's just... <laughs> Uh, so, um, but yeah, so what are your thoughts on the? This is all hypothetical. This is all conjecture. Sure, of course. I think it's the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen as a villain. I think it's an absolutely stupid villain, but I think it's perfect for the Suicide Squad to go up against. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I think that's what you need to do at this point with that with that property, right? You just need to come up with something so out of left field, so original, right? Because when you look back at, um, at at Marvel, what they're coming out with, you know, this this whatever wave or phase this is, I think they're talking about teasing Modoc as coming back, you know, mm. be, being like a potential villain. Galactus. Okay. You know. And, and again, they're they're classic villains, and yeah, that's okay. I'm I'm okay with that coming into play as, as the thing. Um, and you know, even Galactus, I, I would like to see them give that another shot. Maybe, you didn't uh, like the fluffy space cloud from Fantastic Four? Like any of the versions. And I'm, I really wish, I really do wish that they would bring back a good Fantastic Four movie, more like the original. Well, that's just it. The, the original one, the first Four, one was good. The first one was yeah. good. Like the first original, original one was good. Because they made that a family drama. That was a family drama movie. Or, of course, The Incredibles, which is the non-Fantastic Fantastic Four movie. So literally oh, the well, best Fantastic Four movie ever. Yes. <laughs> the, the Incredibles is the best Fantastic Four movie ever released. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Th- no, that, to me, was – I was like, why didn't we get this? That's what I was doing. Exactly. Pixar do it right, and they're not even known for superheroes. What the hell? Yeah. 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 I was so, like, oh, yeah. it's the Fantastic Four. <laughs> <laughs> good stuff good stuff i am so excited about dc and yes. uh you know all the movies coming out i think this is a i think this is a great time to like yeah. uh submerge yourself into this mm-hmm. um depending on how comfortable you are at knowing more about these movies before they come out i'm leaning more on the less i know the better i'll feel about it well, the other piece of it, too, though, is, especially for a movie like The Suicide Squad, if you don't know anything about these characters, do you need to before you see the movie? Like, do you? Is it required? Eh, maybe not. Like, po- Polka Dot Man. Do you really want to know more about Polka Dot Man before you see him on screen? I don't think you need to. <laughs> it's played by a really good actor, though, that's been... All over DC and Marvel, oh, yeah. David Dismalchin. Oh. oh, yeah. No, and again, they have a great cast. So I don't think you need to worry about knowing these characters before you see them on screen. I think you can just kind of sit back and enjoy it. And don't worry yeah. about it. Just, just yeah. don't worry I mean, I just hope, like you said, they, they're able to give us something where I don't need to, like, know where all these people come from and how they all connect. I don't no. care if this, su- you know, the Suicide School- Squad movie connects to the last Aquaman that came out. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I mean, don't, they, I don't need... They'll probably do little things, because they've done little things with those. And even with, with Shazam, they had a Batman, a little piece of paraphernalia, and a little bit of Superman paraphernalia, and that was fine. You don't need to do yeah. more. Well, you also you also had the end scene, which was, like, so incredibly awesome. Mm-hmm. When he shows up in the lunchroom, and you're like, oh my gosh! 
And then, of course, Henry Cavill comes on and says, that wasn't me. <laughs> no, it wasn't. But still, um, but it was still kind of fun to say it's it is connected, but we're not going to force it. We're not doing Marvel. And that's fine. We don't need it. We don't need, but, we don't need them to be connected. And you said about the Batman, oh, my gosh, how people were so against Robert Pattinson of being you. the Batman. And then you watch that trailer and you're like, damn. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. No, he is. And I think that's a big piece of it. You can't hold movies against the actors. They are actors, people. You know? And just let them be actors and let them try new things. And they wouldn't... Well, I won't say they wouldn't put someone that's wrong for a role in a role. Because they have. And they have done that a lot. So I, I understand a little bit of skepticism. But at the same point, give it a chance. What's the worst that's going to happen? You don't like it? Your life isn't going to be ruined. I mean, Colin Farrell looking like the dude from, uh, you know, the Toy Story movies, Richard Kine. Mm-hmm. You know, I was just like, that's Colin Farrell. That's a hell of a makeup job to make him be the penguin. Oh, and yeah. And then, ha- then you have the Riddler, which I still think is an underrated Batman villain. Oh, yeah. You know? I love the Riddler. I love Jim Carrey's present, present, uh, interpretation of the Riddler. I thought it was great. And that's the oh, thing. Yeah is Batman movies have a tendency to do multiple villains. So it looks like they're doing that again, is doing Batman versus a bunch of people. Which yeah, is I think, fine. I think, Cause I think Yeah, because none of his villains are big enough on their own for him to take down. You know, that's not a movie. I, I mean, seriously, his bad guys are all stupid and crazy for the most part. Well, yeah, they all you know? want the, they all pretty much want the same thing. You and, and keep in mind, like, the way the original Batman was supposed to be, you had, you know the joker who was a, a clown who robbed banks mm-hmm. you had you had the penguin who infiltrated like high society with these schemes right you mm-hmm. had the you had the riddler that would just like you know turn gotham on its head by like keeping it always like on edge you know everyone had like a specific like you know archetype to be with right mhm yeah and, and putting them together definitely makes for a more interesting um dynamic of a movie for me i wish they well i know the reason why because it's like year two batman but i would have liked to have seen like you know uh something something along the lines of the joker when i saw that crew i was like wait a minute is that is that the joker's crew no wait no it can't because i think it's still too early for us to have another joker movie because Mm -hmm. joaquin phoenix totally owns it now yeah well, there's a lot to look forward to. Make sure you guys go out there and watch those trailers that we've mentioned. Get yourself caught up on the fun. Watch our episode uh, that's coming up next time as well with Jason von Steins that is coming up on the next uh, the episode after this one. So it's recorded and it looks beautiful. So make sure you awesome. watch that. Um, yes, of course, product placement for ourselves. Um, don't forget, guys, to like us on YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, Pinterest, and, of course, the good Tumblr. We are all over those things. Email us if you want to come back on our show, uh, if you've been on our show before or never been on our show and you want to be a guest or just suggestions of topics at two nerds joke at gmail.com. The number two nerds a joke dot gmail.com at gmail.com. Um, and we will look forward to talking to all of you guys. Um, and, of course, Ernie, because every good trailer needs a good cash line or a punch line, if you will. Please, sir. Peace out. Peace out, everybody. We'll talk to you guys next time. And that's another episode of Two Nerds and a Joke. 
follow Robert and Ernie on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and subscribe to their YouTube channel.